Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Brown. Each week, I'm going to share with you a tangible tool that you can apply to your mindset or routine so you can stop sitting on your hands and start making moves to make that dream on your heart a reality. This is my take on a no BS, tough love, yet gentle approach on what to do in your daily life. Because at the end of the day, you are the one that's going to find the courage to apply these things and take them into your own life and create your own amazing reality. I need you to buckle up. I need you to get ready to get real, have some fun, swear a little bit along the way, and hear my take each week on how to make your dreams go from a just a dream to a reality. You excited? I know I am. So buckle up and let's go, girl. Here's today's episode. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Kate Take Podcast, episode 57. I cannot believe that we are on episode 57 of the Kate Take. And today we are talking about vision because vision is key to everything. If you are listening to this podcast, you are clearly ambitious. You have goals, you have dreams, you're trying to better yourself. And I need to tell you that in doing those things, it is vision that is going to pull you to do the things that you don't want to do on the days that you don't want to do them. And I'm going to share with you my 2022 vision, a little bit of my five-year plan, my vision there, and a very exciting announcement at the end of this podcast of an opportunity for you to work on your vision with me, whether you are just a listener of the podcast, if you are a coach on my team, if you're in my boot camps, basically anyone whose ears are listening to this is going to get a pretty cool way to work on their vision. So let's talk about this because um, we, this is something that I have been working on and cultivating for several years now. And I know we've talked about vision before on the podcast, but we're going to dive into it deeper a bit here today. And if you're working on something in your life that you really care about, um, there's something to be said about if it's something that you really, really want in your soul, in your you feel it in your bones, you don't really need to be dragged or pushed to get there because the vision pulls you. And that's something that we were talking about last night on a team call that we had. And if you really want something in your life, if you really want to lose the baby weight, if you really want to build your dream home, if you really want to fix your marriage, those are things that you don't need to be pushed to do because you are so convicted inside of your soul with your vision of how it's going to look that the vision pulls you on the days that you don't want to. And if you are dragging your feet to make your goals a reality or you're, you're, you're having a hard time staying consistent with them, I want you to really keep it tight. I want you to really reflect and ask yourself, do I have a vision that's compelling me enough, that's pulling me out of bed every day, that's pulling me to my kitchen table to open up my laptop and work on my business? Because it is something that can be very uncomfortable when you start working on your vision, especially because it's probably something that many of you, it, I know before I found coaching, it was not something that I had ever really practiced before or been introduced to. You know, I had seen people talk about vision boards and I thought it was just, you know, you cut shit out of things out of magazines and you, you posted it on a cardboard piece of paper, right? And I didn't realize that actually practicing this 
implementing this um, and creating a bigger picture for what I was doing really helped me not just go through the motions of my life. And when I started to think about what I actually wanted for myself, my future, what I actually wanted for a future family, for my marriage, for my income, I realized that I had to really focus on not just what I wanted, but who I had to become on my way to those goals. Because when you make a vision board, you have to realize that you're not going to necessarily accomplish everything in it right away. And this was something we taught on last night on our team call was if you accomplish everything on your vision board in a year, I'm going to say to you that it probably wasn't a compelling enough vision or you should have maybe thought a little bit bigger. That is great, but there's also something majorly to be said about those multi-year visions because they continue to pull you. And when you don't make a goal, you grow into a version of yourself that is now learned more, um, reflected more, and able more to really have a clear vision and purpose behind the desires that you're saying that you want. I also want to put this out there to you as we're talking about vision, as I share some of my vision, um, and I'm going to share how my vision for my life has evolved and changed over the years, um, but it is okay to want more from your life. It is okay to be wildly grateful for what you currently have, your house, your finances, where you're at in your marriage, your body, and it's okay to want more. And I think sometimes we get afraid to say that we want that life of and, or, you know, I'm grateful for the house I have now and someday I would like this, that, and the other. You know, I'm very grateful for the home that Zach and I own. I love this house. I'm obsessed with our neighborhood. I love the location. And I want a big ass kitchen someday that can fill up with my friends and my family and my team. And I can put out a charcuterie board. Right now our kitchen is so small and Henry's dog bed is in there and Ellie's high chair is in there. And it's, it gets hot when you turn the oven on. I'm grateful for the kitchen that I have and I want a bigger kitchen someday, not just so that it looks pretty on Instagram, but the clear purpose and desire I have behind that is to fill that kitchen with all those people that I love and make those memories. And when Ellie is big enough that she can cook with me and make it a huge mess and all those kinds of things. So I want you to think about this as you're listening to this episode today. Is there something that you want more of in your life? Is it income? If you had more income in your bank account, if you had more money, what would you do with it? Would you create a better future for your kids? Would you pay off the debt that you have? Would you take your parents on a vacation? Would you donate to a charity that you love? Would you, you know, buy the shoes that are name brand instead of off brand just to save a few there? And, you know, I want you to think about those types of things because is it something you've actually thought about or have you just settled? You know, I'm going to, for me, a money story, a money thing for me used to always be, well, I'm just a teacher. I better marry rich. I used to literally say that out loud. I was like, oh, I need to marry rich. And what's hilarious is that, you know, we say our plans and God laughs because I always was like, oh, I'm just going to marry rich. I'm a teacher. And instead, when I met Zach, he was working four jobs. <laughs> he did not have a car yet. He was working his way back from his, you know, um, um, addiction. And he was 11 months in recovery from alcohol. And, 
you know, he had paid off debt and he had, was uh, the hardest worker ever, but did I find a rich husband? No, I found a 27 year old who was, you know, busting his ass to make a great life. And so it's one of those things where, you know, and I love that. I love our story and I love that we get to build this life together now. But again, it's one of those things. Had I let that be my story of my vision was to, oh, I'll just marry rich because, you know, teachers don't make a lot of income. Well, I would have never, if that was truly the path I wanted, I would have never had my husband and my daughter now. So what stories are you telling yourself and what do you need to leave behind as far as income goes? Because I do believe that income should be a part of your vision. Um, and, and as you're doing this, I also want you to think of this concept of and you and I sitting here like we're girlfriends having a beer together. You know, I prefer beer over wine or at a brewery. Maybe we got a plate of wings or not. Oh, nachos. We're having nachos and a good beer. And I want you to be telling me your dream. And you're like, Kate, I know I can do it because you've already done some of these things. And I don't say that to be um, cocky. I don't say that to be, um, uh, there's still a lot of things I want to accomplish, but there's um, some living proof I have going on right now in my own life that I have accomplished of working really hard, building a business from the ground up, generating more income, changing my body, changing my mind. And it grew me as a person in a massive way, as a much better version of myself. I genuinely really fucking love who I am. And that's also a vision that is not even something I knew I needed. And maybe that's where you're at. Maybe your vision is to confidently be like, no, I love myself. And I feel okay saying that because if someone doesn't like me, I literally don't care because I like me. That's what matters. My husband likes me. I know who I am. And so I want us to be like, we're having this beer together. And for you to be like, Kate, do I really want to make a vision? Like, I don't know that I can. And I want to be like, well, girl, there's probably, I've done some of this stuff. I've done this work. I know that it works. And so it will grow you massively as a person. And you, you just can't let fear win. You have to do this shit scared, but that's also where it is extremely important for you to have a vision because your hands are going to shake. You are going to sweat. You are going to have feelings of self-doubt. You're going to have times where someone is a naysayer. Why are you starting this woodworking shop on Instagram? Like you went to school to be a um, orthodontist or why are you starting that network marketing business? Don't you know everybody fails at that? Or, oh, you're doing that Monet thing. Oh, you're doing that um, Beachbody thing. Oh, one of those. You're going to have times where people try to make you fearful of what you're deciding to step into. And this is where your vision has got to be strong because it will give you peace of mind to know what you're working for and the reasons why you need to do it will pull you more than the pushback of not doing it. So I want to tell you a story um, because oftentimes you need to let go of something in order to get something bigger or or I don't want to use the word better because again, we're grateful for our life and it's okay to want more. But for me, something I had to massively let go of in my early 20s, um, it was about mm, probably a year and a half into my coaching career, um, I started looking at grad schools. And at the same time, I was really picking up speed with my Beachbody coaching business and things were going really well for me. And I, you know, I was working really hard and I kept hearing these stories of these super successful women and men, but these super successful 
women who had partnered with Beachbody that were just doing really cool things. So simultaneously, as I started wondering, first, is this it with teaching? Am I always going to feel burnt out? Am I always going to have pushback from a parent or a district or, you know, I had good principles, but or a principal or blah, blah, blah. Like I had the feeling of, okay, like that's annoying. And then I also had the feeling of like, is this it? <laughs> like, I'm just going to be here forever waiting for Christmas break. I'm going to be here waiting forever for spring break. I'm going to be here waiting forever for summer break. I'm going to be here waiting forever for the district to notice my school. And they don't really give a shit about my school because it's always in the red and it's quote unquote, those kids. Like I was so sick already into my second year of teaching, waiting for things to change. And simultaneously, this beach body thing was growing and my dreams were starting to grow, but I kind of shoved them away. And instead of just, you know, picking a lane and you don't necessarily have to pick a lane, but I ended up picking a lane was I was like, you know what? I need to go to grad school. And the reason I thought that was because that's what every teacher I knew did. Every single teacher I knew they taught for a couple of years. It's sort of like, um, I, I literally am seeing like an assembly mind and line in my head. It's like, you go to college, you get the degree, you go to school, you do the online classes, or you do the one night a week class at the local college and you get the master's degree. And then you move a couple lanes and you make some more money. Let's not even talk about the bullshit of how much a teacher already normally does. Now, please go pay 10, 12, 15 grand more to go into some more debt for many teachers to pay to maybe make that more later on. But don't worry, you're not actually going to make a viable, true viable income, I believe. This is my opinion. This is the Kate take. You know, you're not going to make six figures in teaching until you're almost done with your career and you've been burnt the fuck out. Like, but here I was thinking, okay, and I'm not putting down education. I love teachers, but I think that there's a way to it's just anyway, that's a whole separate thing. Anyway, I was like, I have to go to grad school. And I also, and I don't believe that there's, let me say this caveat. I do not believe that there's anything wrong with school. I do not believe there's anything wrong with higher education, master's degrees, PhDs, EFGs. I, they are valid and they're wonderful, but it was not my path. So for me though, I did grow up in a family where people really value education. My dad has a couple of master's degrees. He has a PhD. My oldest sister has her master's degree and is working on her PhD. My other oldest sister also has her master's degree and her, um, you know, undergraduate too. And so for me, it was also that path of like, my sisters are both still in education in different um, field, like within education. And it's like, well, they got their master's. So now I do that too. And so I signed up for classes and I, I kicked them off and I went to them every Monday night. And I need you to hear me when I say this, because sometimes when we hear these stories or we hear vision stuff, we think it has to be a desperate situation. I was never desperate. I mean, I could make a viable living as a teacher. I was wildly passionate about education. I was wildly passionate about the masters that I started to pursue. I was learning about culturally relevant teaching, and I thought it was wildly important that the students I was teaching and the population of my black and brown students were getting education that was not whitewashed. I believed in it. But I also sat every single Monday night at those night classes on the Mondays, just being like, something doesn't feel right. And you know that feeling. You know that feeling in your gut, in your soul, in your heart, when something just doesn't feel right. 
I was still wildly passionate about the topics and the concepts. It made me a much better teacher. It opened up doors of opportunity for me to really talk about equity, which I was so passionate about. And it didn't feel right. And as I was creating my Beachbody business on the side here while working full time and getting my master's degree, I had this pit. And as I saw for me, of course, Beachbody doesn't guarantee any level of success from the income opportunity, but I was paying in full my grad school payments with my coaching income. And every single time I'd pay that and get my paychecks and, and then pay my school, I thought I could be doing other things with this money. Besides this, because in the back of my mind, I thought I don't want to teach forever. And I knew that, but I didn't fully say it. And one night I was over at Molly's house, my girlfriend, my mentor, and I was there with her and her husband, Steve. And it was when the wheels were really starting to turn. I was feeling this conflict. I had the teacher side of me trying to get this master's degree and follow the boxes. And on the other side was this calling that I could do more with my beach body business. And they were clashing and butting heads. And they literally watched me process at their house. Like, well, education's never a waste. And I don't know. And I went through all the reasons why I should complete the master's and I could pay for it debt-free. And even if I quit and coach full time, you know, it's never a waste and this and that. And then finally I said what I wanted to say. And I looked at Molly and Steve and I said, I don't want to freaking go to grad school. And it was like an epiphany. And that night when I got home, I called my mom late at night and it was like 11 o'clock. And here I was, what, 25 years old calling my mom. And I said, mom, if I quit grad school, would you be mad at me? And she immediately was like, no, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. And I don't know why it was I needed to hear that from her, probably because in society, we always want to please our parents. But it was like the release for me to not do this. And I quit. And I have never that's when my life changed when I actually did what I wanted to do, because the feelings that I wanted to create in my life, the dreams that I had on my heart were not in that class, in those classroom walls. And the second I actually said that, I was able to create a business that took off and allowed me to leave the classroom. But I had to let go of this narrative and this story of who I should be so that I could become the person I was meant to be. And that is the key. A vision board alone is not going to pull you there. Cutting out some pictures on a magazine, making something on Canva as the background of your phone, writing something in a journal, man, that's a great start. But the action of actually doing the thing you need to do that scares you to make that change, that is where your life will change. And that is where creating a vision and a vision board for your life will actually work. Because if you stop dreaming, if you stop growing, if you stop pursuing, you're basically dying. You're either growing or you're dying. Complacency to me is like taking a beautiful flourishing flower, putting it in a box and just killing it. Or if you're me, look at it and it will die because you can't keep a damn plant alive to save your life. <laughs> so I want to just share that story with you because I think it's really relatable of the shoulds and coulds of our life and how we need to let go of them. Because the second we let go of them, we step into who we need to become in order to accomplish the thing that we want. So with that, I'm going to tell you 
my 2022 vision. And I know that not all of these things are going to happen probably in a year, but I think a lot of them will. And I feel this conviction more than I ever have in my life. Um, so let's start off with, um, and I will share this graphic on the Kate Take Instagram. So you can see um, I made it on Canva and I thought I've, I've been already reflecting on this and um, I'll just kind of go through what it looks like and what's on my vision board for this year. So the first thing for me is I kind of thought of a few words that really want to center me. And again, I'll share this image with you, but the center of my vision board is a very um, is a tree, a very solid looking tree because I'm really focusing on being solid calm, continuing, being passionate, joyful, aligned, and happy, and really building solid roots, solid roots, solid marriage, solid mother, like solid is what I want to be. I want people to know that if they come to Kate, she is a solid person who's got her shit together and she's really making some things happen. So um, that's sort of like the center of my um, vision board here. So in 2022, I will make my roots more solid than ever in my marriage as a mother, a business owner, and my health routine. The most solid part of these roots are my family. And on the vision board, I have a photo of my family. Zach and I are more solid than ever. We have a date night once a month and a quarterly trip together somewhere, just us. I continue to grow in motherhood with a calm, confident, playful, and happy attitude and enjoy moments with Ellie and be present. I build a solid foundation of my income and earn blank. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you so I can stay compliant. Um, this income will allow for us, though, to start to save for a new home as well as our dream lake home on Lake Superior someday. I build a team that is solid. And then I go into some specifics just that are beach body lingo that I won't go into. But basically, I'm looking to build a team this year that is truly a team of confident self-starters with a greater mission attached to their actions. And we create an avalanche of success and we have fun doing it. Um, this podcast, The Kate Take, will have 70,000 downloads and will have a paid sponsor. It will continue to reach women wanting to live purposeful lives and enhance the clients' lives that I work with. I would like to um, use my voice and my love for teaching on a broader scale. I will tell my story of where I've been in my business and life and have the current proof with my business and team who are excelling. And I will be asked to speak on a national wake up call as well as the summit stage in St. Louis this summer. Those are two really big speaking opportunities in the Beachbody world. And I will continue to embrace and love my postpartum body, become stronger and healthier than ever with the ability to keep up with motherhood joyfully and strong. Overall, 2022 is going to bring me peace because of the solid roots that are being built. That is my vision for 2022. And let me tell you the way I feel right now, nobody's got to push me. Nobody's got to tell me to get up. Nobody has to tell me, Kate, time to go work on your goals. This vision pulls me hard. This vision pulls me to get out of bed every day. This vision pulls me to do it on the days I don't want to and also helps me rest when I need to in order to do these things well. So that is my 2022 vision. What is yours? And how do you start this process? Well, I'm really freaking excited because the week of um, December 27th, so leading up to the end of the new year, I will be doing a five-day training 
on Instagram over at Kate Brown. So on that Instagram at underscore Kate Brown, I will be doing a five day workshop over there, one live a day um, in order to help you build a vision board to use for 2022. So I'll go live over on the in, on my Instagram page. I will share with you exactly how I teach my team to build their vision boards for the year. Now, the other part with that is in the show notes of this podcast, I'm going to have a link to a form that I need you to fill out if you are interested in getting help and support with building your vision board. Because what I'm going to do is email you um, of, um, a pre-work form for you to do to start getting your wheels turning so that when you tune into the Instagram lives and the Instagram lives will be saved so you don't have to watch them live. I will save them to the feed on my Instagram. Um, but I will send you some pre-work to get going on your vision board. Now, if you are listening to this and you're like, oh crap, it's, it's March or it's, you know, it's a later time, they're going to be saved on my Instagram. And I will be turning this into a freemium for you so that there will be a course eventually attached with this. But for now, just so you know, the week of December 27th, 2021, there will be a five day training, a quick little video, how to build a vision board, how to put this into action over on Instagram. You'll have your pre-work. You can have a fun day where you go make it on Canva or something like that, cut it out of magazines, whatever you want to do, but really we'll be putting the action behind the vision because you have to have both. Okay. I'm really excited about this. And as you're listening to this, I also just want to leave you with this. Um, I am more aligned than ever with where I'm going with my business, how I'm supporting my team, how I'm supporting my clients. And if coaching is something that has also been a pull to you that you have not yet pulled the trigger on, I want to invite you to also go to the show notes and apply to grab some information on coaching. Um, we have a couple of um, cozies and conversations um, that will be hosted here soon with my team for you to listen and learn a little bit more about coaching. And starting on in January, on January 5th, I will be kicking off my new coach academy, which is for all new coaches of four week training series. Um, it will set you up for massive success to start building the foundation of your Beachbody business. Because what I've really learned through this business is that Beachbody's business is a platform for other dreams. It's a launching point and pad, and it gives you a blueprint of how to build a business, but more importantly, how to build you. So look for those things in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in today. I really hope that it got your wheels turning. I really hope that it has you believing in you. And I cannot wait to connect with you on our five-day Build Your Vision Board and continuing just to, um, to connect with you here on the Kate Take. I really appreciate you. I love you. I believe in you. And I'll see you next week. Talk to you later.